0: about bringing joy to the world. It sounds so trite, but what else are we here to do, you know? Leave it better than you found it.
1: If you're a person who's looking to have more purpose in your life, if you're saying to yourself, I don't want to just go to work, I want to do my life's work, this is the show. Don't keep your day job. How do you figure out how to take your passion and turn it into a profit? Thanks to Daily Harvest for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. My breakfasts have been completely transformed ever since I started getting Daily Harvest. You can go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code DREAMJOB to get three cups free in your first box. This episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job is brought to you by Molecule, the world's first molecular air purifier that reduces symptoms for allergy and asthma sufferers. For $75 off your first order, visit Molecule.com, M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com, and enter the promo code DREAMJOB. Thanks to Headspace for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Headspace is your guide to health and happiness. Headspace will teach you the life-changing skills of meditation and mindfulness in just a few minutes a day. You can sign up now at Headspace.com slash DREAMJOB to get a free month trial. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I cannot believe that this workshop we're doing is less than two weeks away, which means I'm going to get to see some of you and spend two days with you in person. I'm really excited. So the event is almost completely sold out. There are a few tickets left. So I am doing a last giveaway. Not only am I giving away three tickets, but I'm also giving away some scholarships. I felt so sad choosing only four of you. Last Friday night, we chose four of you to get these free plane tickets. Thank you, Spirit Airlines, for partnering with us and giving us four flights. So sweet of them. So it was hard to see all these beautiful humans who want to be there. And I'm so connected to all of you. And so I said, all right, I'm going to do just a scholarship. So There's going to be a chance to win three scholarships of $200 a piece, plus a free ticket to the workshop. If you want to enter this giveaway, go to my Instagram at Kathy.Heller, Kathy's with a C, and it's super easy to enter. I'll be choosing three people tomorrow and I'll be giving away some scholarships as well as some more free tickets, but I love you guys. And if you have something to share or if you need someone to listen, or you want to just talk about something you're struggling with or a question you have or something you're excited about, I read all of my DMs, so that is the best place to correspond. You can follow me on Instagram at Kathy.Heller. And just so you know, there are just a few tickets left. I think that we are going to be sold out in a couple days, uh, but you could use the code LAST CALL to get a 50% off ticket. If you go to com. use the code LAST CALL, try to grab one of those last tickets, and hopefully we'll be doing events in other parts of the world because it would be so cool to meet you guys and spend time with you in person. And those of you who can't be here for the workshop, I know it's frustrating because you have to travel and you have to get off work and there's a whole lot of logistics involved. So I am offering Kathy coaching these group coaching calls. And right now it's a really intimate, really beautiful group of people. If you want to join, there's still time. We're going to start this Wednesday. It's going to be a 90 minute call. We're doing three of these the first Wednesday of the month at noon Pacific Standard Time. And I will be there to talk with you and hear you and hold space for you and then help you tease out whatever is frustrating, whatever is exciting, and whatever it is that you're hoping to get clarity on, we're going to spend this time together. And I trust that it will be really powerful because the coaching calls that I've been doing over the last few years have helped people so much. And I feel so called to just keep leaning into that and being there to support you. So if you want to get in on that, you can go to kathycoaching.com. If you pre-order my book and you use the code book, you can get 50% off, which makes all three coaching calls very, very affordable. So come on over and check that That out. So today's guest is astounding. She's one of the most incredible people I've ever spoken to. Her name is Cynthia Jammin. She is the founder of this incredible company called Twirly Girl. She makes the most extraordinary, colorful, magical clothing for kids. She and her husband have grown this into a multi million dollar business. And what's fascinating is that she did not have a fashion design degree she actually didn't know she would ever go into this field. She started because she had this curiosity about creating something beautiful for her own two daughters. And it turned into something that's created joy for so, so many kids. I knew about her years ago because I have three little girls and my daughters are huge fans of her dresses. But what I didn't know is that she has one of the most powerful stories that I think has ever been shared on this podcast. It's painful to hear. I just want to warn you that it is dark and it is heavy, but it is so important. And this episode is one of the best we've ever done. I felt honored that she shared her truth. This interview includes conversation about abuse. So I wanted to give you a heads up about that. And while her past has an unnecessary amount of trauma and suffering, What is so inspiring about Cynthia is that she had this unrelenting, fierce spirit that kept going. She's never given up. She continues to see the light. She's continued to be hopeful. And she rose out of the ashes and marched on to create a beautiful life for herself and her family. What's even more inspiring is that she has the courage to share what happened in her life. And she has turned that pain into tremendous purpose in the hopes that by putting it out there, it might help other souls who have also been through so much and help them to climb out of that well. So it's my absolute pleasure to introduce the very brave and very wise and very brilliant Cynthia Jammin. Cynthia, I'm so happy to have you here. No, it's,
0: it's completely trippy for me because I've been listening to your podcast and I feel like this isn't real.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, I can't believe that you're saying this because I have never seen a reaction to clothes the way that my kids reacted to these dresses. And it's awesome. So can you go back to where this all sort of begins and tell us how you got to where you are now?
0: Yeah, I mean when I was very little, um my childhood uh was definitely challenging. I was uh abused when I was little from like 7 to 12 because my mom was oh my struggling so much with her disease. She she was an alcoholic. She's recovering and but at the time, you know, it was hard for her and my dad was kind of out of the picture. And, um, you know, this man came along and, oh, I'll take care of her. And my grandmother and my aunt, and my mom were like, oh, thank God, you know, she has somebody in her life who's stable, you know, it's like one of those things in the 60s, 70s. Nobody thought about that.
1: Oh my God.
0: And it was, it was weird, Kathy, because it was like, it's a very twisted, strange relationship. You know, he would take me out. To eat, and then I would sleep over there, and then I would go to school in the morning, and then he'd pick me up from school. It was like a steady, consistent relationship. you know there was a part of me that disassociated from the part that I knew was wrong, and then there was a part of me that needed the stability because my when I'd go and stay home, my mom would come home at 1 in the morning banging pots and pans oh, you know I can't believe this so there was a part of me that I kept safe and I don't know quite how I did that maybe it was a coping mechanism but I feel like I always knew it would end but I just never knew how
1: you're so extraordinary I've never heard a person in my life talk about something like this and while it was happening there was a part of their soul that knew there's a part of them that will never be touched from this. That is always theirs. And I don't know how you even got through one day of that, but you clearly have such a strong, incredibly strong soul. And I, I, it it kills me to know that you went through that, that somebody would do the unthinkable. And I don't know how you have this Herculean strength.
0: Well, I, I, I don't know. I think we all have it somewhere inside. I really do. I think there's a part of us that um, knows that we're worthy of having the life we want. And it wasn't an easy road for me, kind of even getting out of it. And even in my 20s, when you go through a certain kind of abuse, even if it is, like you said, one time that can set you back years. Of course. And I always say like I feel like I lost 10, 15 years somewhere. So sorry. Because all I all I know is that how I'm feeling about myself today, like I'm just
1: getting my stride. You have such a glow. I feel that when I watch you and your little ads that pop up on Facebook and your story <laughs> when I see you online and your all your images and anything you put out there, you do have this like everlasting glow about you. And That is so inspiring to other people in and of itself. And you have this like, just this unrelenting spirit. It's unbelievably inspiring. How did that eventually end? How did you get out of that situation?
0: Um, He wanted to take me to Canada. Oh my God. And my mom, yeah. But my mom happened to be in Hazleton in Minnesota recovering, you know, in Hazleton, they don't let you out. And when my mom heard that he wanted to take me to Canada, she had been sober, right? She's in recovery. All of a sudden, all these light bulbs went off. She was like, what? No, he can't take it. So she got them to let her out she came, the police were there. My dad was called from Los Angeles. Mm. Like, you know, like the cavalry came. It was like, that was the moment I was kind of envisioning. Like I knew it would just end, but I didn't know how. And so the night before he knew my mom was coming, the guy, he said, they don't love you. They don't love you the way I do. So what's going to happen is your dad's going to take you, but then I'm going to get you back. So he, it was a lot of brainwashing, but I was kind of like, this is it. This is my golden ticket, you know? So that's what happened. My dad came and got me. My mom gave over custody. I was 13, 12, 13, and I moved to Los Angeles like right away. They just whisked me away into Beverly Hills, you know, Brentwood, and was just a fish out of water, but knew that this was my new life. This is where I belonged. And it was a fresh start. But just psychologically, um, you know, I wasn't in therapy, nobody got me any, because I was still not really admitting it, because of the shame involved. You know, the shame involved, and I was always told by him that, you know, nobody's going to believe you, they're going to think something's wrong with you, so you better not tell anybody, and so my dad knew, but it was, you know, many years later in my 20s that, you know, I was able to say, yeah, you know, this happened, but, um, Um,
1: I, you're not sitting here right now, so you don't see the tears, like, streaming down my face, but, Um, I'm so sad that someone would do that to you. And um, and it's so horrible that this is happening right now. You know, while you and I are talking, this is happening to someone else. I mean, it's just so awful. Did Did justice ever get served? It's a really fascinating
0: conclusion because he kept doing it and eventually got caught in Florida. They arrested him. They found my file, so they called me when I was like in my early 20s saying we've caught this person we need you to be a character witness oh my if god. he ever takes the stand. So I literally got to go back go to Florida go back and see him. Oh god. And it was amazing. It was an amazing I was shaking pro- I don't even know how many course, ta- how I many can't hours even begin I didn't believe the story. Oh my god. It was nuts. And when we locked eyes in that courtroom, I literally felt if you could feel your spirit as a physical being, it felt like I grew about 30 feet tall and took over the whole courtroom and just he shrank, 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 gray, shrunken. That's kind of like how it felt. And I never took my eyes off him for one second. And it was the most healing, amazing, and no words were exchanged. Like it wasn't even necessary. Oh my God. And he went to prison for I don't know. They He got like 20 life sentences. Justice was served. At least he was off the streets. He couldn't do this anymore. You know, a yeah.
1: little too late. Meanwhile, but he's like affected so many people. Meanwhile, you know, you've had right. to suffer for so many years, so unnecessarily, but at least fine. You know, you got to have that moment where you looked at him and you were like, this ends today. And look what you have done with your life. Look what you have made of this. And it makes sense why all this love is just rushing out of you and all these things you want to do to create this world, this magical, beautiful, happy, safe world for kids. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. So when did you say I even feel comfortable enough to, you know, put myself out there at all, let alone tell these stories, let alone start a business? What what started to happen? What's the next piece of the story?
0: Well, the next piece was that I became an actress and I never reached the, the kind of success that I really wanted. And there was another part of me that really hated waiting around for somebody to give me the opportunity to do what I love to do. I really hated being out of control. And my little trigger for when something is super uncomfortable for me is when I feel trapped because of my childhood and feeling like, you know, I got to get out of here. And being an actress, you really are very out of control. So when I was acting, I got on a show called Just Shoot Me and met my husband, who I didn't know was going to be my husband, obviously, but um, he was just On the floor, a writer.
1: What people also don't know because, you know, a lot of people say I was an actress and da da da. You were really successful. Like you had a reoccurring part on Friends, like you were acting, you were doing really well. And you wanted to choose another road. People don't usually leave a successful acting career. That's what I want to just make sure is very clear. This is what was happening, okay? That is unbelievable. (laughs) And it's so cool how you met your husband. And it's meant to be, right? Because that acting led you to the guest starring role, which led you to him. So that makes sense. I mean, at the
0: time when I left acting... It really, the climate changed and I just saw that it kind of hit a little speed bump and rather than stick with it, I was like, you know what? I don't want to hang around for another 10 years waiting for that break again, Mm -hmm. you know, waiting for it to cycle to me again. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is, is like, just like you mentioned the ads that we do, now I get to be the star of my own show and it comes so easily to me because a I love performing I feel the connection to the audience which I love and I can speak my husband's words so cool. which is like he's yeah. a brilliant writer and he's so funny and it's like I'm living what I always yeah. wanted to do but If you were to tell me I'd have my own company and then I'd get to do that, I would have thought you were absolutely crazy because I have no interest in fashion. I know that sounds (laughs) crazy to say, but I am not interested in the trends. I could care less what the fashion industry is doing. I just found something that I love to do and I took a random sewing class went back to school I got my associate's degree this was all during when I met Michael and you know I was already going to Santa Monica City College so what made you say I'm going to take a
1: sewing class where did that come from
0: my mom was like, you know, has these crazy ideas in her head. And my grandmother was actually the seamstress. She would I think she would try and teach me, but I was like, no, no, yeah. I don't want to do that. So um my mom all of a sudden, years later, and my grandmother long since passed away at a ripe old age. She would be so happy now. But um she was a sewer. My mom wanted to take a sewing class. She could barely thread the needle. Yeah. But I was like, I was born to work the machine I just could figure it out took this sewing class met this amazing teacher I would take her these sewing patterns and go and it was always for my girls because I could care less what making stuff for me I was like no I want to make them something and then I want them to be able to do this Mm -hmm. in it and so I'd take these sewing patterns and just say can you teach me how to change it and make it into that and then one thing led to another I took a class at Otis Design Center for apparel construction some money landed in my in my in our hands an inheritance from another grandmother and we just looked at each other and said you know do we need this for anything and he was like he was lucky enough to be working on a show and he said no let us do it for your idea and I was like all right
1: and that's how it started Amazing. And it's so cool that he and you said, let that you both decided to spend the money on that. Cause how many people would say, oh, let's, you know, put a down payment on a, a vacation condo or uh, let's go on a trip. And you were right, both like, right. let's invest it in your business. Like, that's amazing. Had you at all sold anything yet? Or you just first decided to build the business before you had actually d- dipped your toe in the water or had you done it yet?
0: No, no. I was my, you know, I was like both feet in the water, but very shallow end. And I was just sewing them one by one. I came up with the original reversible twirly dress. Very simple, classic design, but The way it's sandwiched together is special. The the fabrics that I pick, the way it's done is, was my idea. And so I just started sewing them one by one by one for people who saw them on my girls. And that's kind of how it started. It was, I was finding so much joy in being Mm -hmm. my own boss, in taking control of my life and just being validated, like sewing gave me that instant validation that I loved and also gave me the audience, like I could put this out there and people would respond to it. So it really had that kind of feeling that I loved about performing. And I look at kids clothes, I think girls clothing specifically is what I do and and gravitate to it borders on costume yeah. it really does and that's the time to really explore like all these different things that kids have in their minds and not limit them to having that's to right. look a certain way or yeah. and be bold and colorful and loud and i come across this all the time where the moms or the grandmoms, um, say, well, you know, that's very loud and I don't know about those colors. It's like, you don't exactly. have to know about the colors. Exactly. Just show them to the girls, you know, or the boys because we do have boys yes, now. I saw that. So yeah, it started one by one by one. And then it just started to kind of catch on. And, um, it just went very slowly, Kathy, very slowly, like it was a hobby to begin with. Even when I invested some money into it, I was always very mindful, like I never wanted to be in debt. I never wanted to feel like this was going to have to support us. And I had the luxury to do that. And I understand when people say like, I really need my business to work because I've invested everything into it. I just caution people when they're starting a business, to start really slow. Like I've heard you say on your podcast, like, yes, don't keep your day job, but don't put yourself in a bad position either. Keep your day build job. Build a side hustle. Yes, build 100%. a side hustle and make it to a point where you
1: can't do your day job anymore. Everything I've done is a side hustle because if you do it the other way and you just take the leap without building the bridge, what happens is it puts too much pressure on the business. The business will collapse. It won't be able to handle it most likely. And Truth be told, in order for it to grow and to grow into something that's actually going to be sustainable, it has to be done in this sort of slow and steady, methodical way where you are making product, getting feedback, making more product, selling it, figuring out more places yeah. that can sell your work and more opportunities and more ways of doing outreach to keep growing things. And then it gets to a point where you can leave your day job because it is sustainable. And from that place, it can keep growing in a very solid place. So we have to get to the next part of this incredible story. But first, let's just say a quick thanks to our sponsor. You guys, Headspace is incredible. It's your guide to health and more happiness. It will teach you the life-changing skills of meditation and mindfulness in just a few minutes a day. I think Headspace is so awesome. I've been doing a lot more meditation lately and Headspace makes it so easy to fit it into my busy schedule. If I only have 10 minutes, I can just pull out my phone, turn on the app, and it's amazing how that 10 minutes will transform the rest of my day. I love how the app offers hundreds of meditations for different things like stress or sleep. And both of those are so important to manage if we want to be able to show up as the best versions of ourselves. Headspace even has something called SOS exercises for meltdown moments and mini meditations for busy days. There's been scientific research that proves how beneficial meditation is. For example, just 3 weeks of using Headspace reduced reactivity to negative feedback by 57% and 10 days of Headspace reduced stress by 14%. So it's hard to find a reason not to just try this. Go ahead and start your journey towards a healthier, happier life by subscribing to Headspace. Sign up at headspace.com/dreamjob and you'll get a free month trial. That's headspace.com/dreamjob for a free month trial and start meditating today. So I have pretty crazy mornings because I like to try to make time to meditate while I have to make sure to leave time to get my three girls ready for school, pack lunches. I'm trying to answer a few emails here and there. There's sometimes people coming to do work on the house. There's a lot going on and lots of us don't have time to eat a breakfast that we can actually feel good about and really nourishes our body. But breakfast has been completely transformed because of Daily Harvest. I love that their breakfasts are ready in five minutes, and they use real ingredients, which is hard to come by when you want a quick, delicious, and filling breakfast. Daily Harvest delivers carefully sourced, chef-crafted smoothies, savory bowls, overnight oats, and more. They're built on fruits and vegetables. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat it. Each single serving cup takes one step to prepare. You just add water or milk to a smoothie, or you can just heat up a harvest bowl. I love their smoothies like the strawberry and peach, the acai and cherry, and it feels so good to feed my body with real fruits and veggies first thing in the morning. You can go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code DREAMJOB to get three cups free in your first box. That's promo code DREAMJOB for three free daily harvest cups at daily-harvest.com daily-harvest.com. So you started making dresses one at a time. And then when was the next big sort of benchmark? Did somebody come along who had a store who wanted to sell it? Was there something else that happened that sort of started to expand your, your reach? What happened next?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I originally started by putting everything online, just one thing at a time, but I did find people who would sew little Mm -hmm. quantities for me. And then I was buying like one roll, two rolls at a time, you know, I was very conservative. So I was starting the online business and then, yes, I, I, Somebody said, Well, you know, you get it out there faster if you do some of the school boutiques. So I went and did the school boutiques, yeah, sure. you know, those little yeah. fundraisers. They, those were a great place for me to test market my product and get it out there. And so I did those for a couple of years, those events during Christmas time and spring. And um, that was fantastic. I could see how things fit. I get the feedback. I change things, go back again and um and then it started to be like well maybe stores would be a good idea because then i could get product mm-hmm. out there faster but then you're also having to deal with right. the pricing right because i sell at wholesale i'm not going to be making as much and i didn't know this in the beginning but you know you you don't want to cost your products for what you're right, right. at now, you have to cost your products for growth. So I learned that the hard way. You know, I realized, okay, I'm pricing them too cheap because I'm in my dining room. But the minute you move to an office and have rent, all of a sudden you're not making yes. what you need to make. So make sure you price your products for growth, not where you are good point. at the moment. Very good point. um Yes, yes, it's very helpful. But I originals. Yes. Rhonda was one of my first buyers and she bought them when I was sewing them myself. So they were oh, super expensive, but she bought them. And then as I was producing them, she kept steady with me and she was able to buy more and more and more, which was great. And they ended up being our top selling store in Century City. Uh, Yes, it was fantastic. She did more business. We were the top selling line in her store for the time she had it open. She's since um, gone on to other things, but um, she was, did more sales square foot than apple oh that's how successful she was in her store amazing yeah she knew what she was doing in that store god bless my My goodness i love her
1: we used to go in there and she would go all right let me show you the new twirly girl dresses and then we would my kids would try on like 16 of them and the way that they would wear these things like it was their favorite blanket. Like it was, it's just amazing. And it doesn't matter that they're three years older now because every year they just continue to love them the same.
0: Yeah. That's a part of what we eventually came to. It's like, I hear a lot of people say, who you've talked to where it evolves it keeps changing and you start honing in on the mission of what really what you're doing and to bring it back to starting slow that gives you the runway to really hone in on who your customer is those 20% yeah, yeah. that you're marketing to because I'm not interested in being everything for everybody. I can't. I, my brain doesn't even think that way. I produce things the exact opposite way that you're supposed to in the fashion industry. I'm doing it all. Wrong. And yet I wouldn't have it any other way. I have to do it the way I do it to be successful. That's what makes Twirly Girl special.
1: What's amazing is you hadn't had a history of being a professional seamstress. You didn't go to, I mean, you said you took some classes at Otis, but it's not like you graduated from FIT. So how come you didn't have these thoughts of like, who am I to do this? How did you overcome that imposter syndrome to even start to tell a few people when you were beginning? Hey, I sell dresses. Would you like me to make you one? Like, where did that confidence come from? I think because I had gone through all those thoughts as Uh, an actress
0: and I was just done. I was so done feeling that way. You know, I just got tired of being sick and tired and frustrated. (laughs) And I was like, look, this is what I'm doing. You like it? I'll make you one. It wasn't like, I hope you like it. It was... I'm just doing this because I know it's amazing and I think they're fantastic and everybody should have one. And eventually I hope that's the case. But if it's not, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing.
1: It's amazing you no, know, because so many people deal with feelings of worthlessness or feeling like they're not enough like that comes up all the time and you had such an overwhelming trauma I mean it's beyond it's deafening like how awful that experience is and you weren't struggling with that feeling of you know am I enough so what would you say to somebody who's struggling with that feeling of I'm not enough I would say look you know I did go through years where it was very yeah. dark for
0: me and I struggled with that a lot and I have to say that that part of me that knew that there was a better place for me that there was a better life for me that I could have the life I want there was something that somebody said just yeah yeah Tara, god right? you're so on you it spoke you're to so her. Up to okay date. yeah No, I am. She's fresh in my mind where I think what I was doing innately and what I would tell anybody going through this is I was naturally thinking of my future self and I was holding on to that lifeline. And even though I was in the darkness, because I do believe that we have to go to the darkness to come out into the light again. We have to kind of go to the emotional depths of our character and the pain and find our strength and crawl ourselves out of it, you know, and we will get helped along the way once we make that determination that my future self Mm, is waiting for me up there. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but by God, I'm not going to let go of that vision. Oh, my God. And I think, you know, we're all human. Of course, I have thoughts of, oh, my God, am I going to get more sales tomorrow? You know, in the minutia of everyday life, it's very easy to get caught up in those, those negative thoughts. But I think what pulls me out of it is... The feedback from people, the validation that I get, looking to the one positive thing that I can find in the day that reminds me of my future self going, no, 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 remember, you know you can have the life you want. You know, you can just keep a hold of that. Even if it's a spark, it doesn't even have to be a flame. It can just be that tiny, tiny spark that reminds you and keeps you going. And I think it's so important to allow yourself to have compassion for yourself. Sometimes it's hard to get out of bed. Sometimes it's hard to feel good about yourself, but then turn it back around and go, look, you're doing the best you can right now. I know it's hard, you're going to get through this, I believe in you, and if you need another 24 (laughs) hours to cry about it, go ahead, but I'm not going to give you more than that, because you're better than that, and you know you can get out of this, just change the energy, take a walk go upside down do a handstand you know the minute you change your perception new energy you leave the door open for new energy to come in and anything yeah. can happen it's never what you think it is if you had told me that all my all those acting classes I took and all those rejections and all those things mm-hmm. would lead me
1: to where I am today I wouldn't change a Amazing. damn thing I about mean honestly it. when is your book coming out You are a fire hose of such brilliant mic drop after mic drop. So when you were selling this and then original starts to carry it and they start to do so well with it, what was the next big thing? What were the next steps? The next steps really are just building the
0: online presence and continuing to come out with new designs. I don't even come out with collections. Yeah. I just come out with new designs yeah. and then keep carrying them over um, and building my brand with the different types of clothing I want to offer. And then, you know, I circled around to wholesale where 75% of my business was wholesale, 25% online because I wasn't spending the resources Mm -hmm. for online as much. And then I realized there's Mm. no joy in that for me. No joy. I had to circle back to retail, selling direct to my customer and spending all that money that I was doing on trade shows and all that energy reaching out to buyers because they're the middleman to my end customer. I want to be in charge of my end customer. So I, again, it was like the acting thing. It was like giving Mm -hmm. myself away again to the buyer. I'm not even in contact with who's buying my clothes. It was so frustrating beyond frustrating. And this, you know, we're talking about a period of eight years of learning all this Mm -hmm. it's a long time and finally Michael came on board a couple years ago we were at a place where I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure if I was going to continue um the sales were just eh you know so so I was working my butt off and then all of a sudden he was like well wait a minute I think I could do a little something with this, you know, and he started diving into marketing and he's one of those people that just loves to learn and just, focused on teaching himself everything he could learn about facebook marketing advertising how to grab your customer emails to write everything and i'd love to take the credit for it but it really is him and us joining forces together it was like we were just this magical brew of what twirly girl was waiting for and i have to say it started with my personal story getting out there he is my champion he's the one that says no Cynthia you you can do this you know we always need somebody on our side he just kind of looked at me and I never felt Mm -hmm. like I had to be anything different and so that he made the video for me of my story and the minute I put that out and it's a risk to tell a dark story like that of Being abused with a children's clothing brand is very, it's not congruous to what you would see out there, right? And- A lot of people could look at it and go, oh, you're capitalizing on it. And it was like, actually just the opposite. If I wanted to capitalize on anything, I would not put my story out there.
1: So what was it that made him say and made you say, I want to share this? What was it that you realized now's the time and we need to share it? Because obviously you're right. You didn't do it to sell dresses.
0: Right. Well, somebody knocked me off and it was actually a customer that took my design Changed it slightly, took product Ew. shots exactly how I do, named them Ew. reversible twirly dresses, um, copied my story at the time, which was I was co- creating these for my daughter, blah, blah, everything about it. Gross. I almost fell off my chair. It felt like yeah, I oh was yeah. being robbed and I'm like in my own little bubble oh finally I have something just for me I'm doing something just for me nobody can take it away and then I see this on the internet and it was clearly a knockoff so I thought you know what you know what she can't copy mm. is who I am and where I That's come it. from and why I'm doing this and what this means to me and you can never take away that And it really grounded me in who I was, and what I have to say to the world. And I'm not ashamed of who I am. And even before that happened, Kathy, I have to say that there was a part of me that really wanted to tell my story. Because I know that I'm not alone. I know that there are more like me And that by telling my story, it's like going to any kind of meeting or gathering or spiritual event where you come together and you connect. And I felt like that's what is so important for all of us is to come together, support each other in whatever journey we're on, and then show up for each other in that real way. And it was almost like I couldn't continue not telling my story. I really couldn't continue Anymore.
1: So you said you made a video and you told the story, and then where did that go?
0: It went everywhere, basically. Yeah. I mean, we put it on our Facebook page. I don't even think we promoted it at first. I think it just started getting shared. And we put it on my website, and then it just kind of took on a life of its own, really. And um I put it out there to bloggers if they and podcasts and because I really felt a very strong pull to like in yeah. Oprah yeah. remember when she came out and said it it was so inspiring wow. I wanted to be that light for other people. And I'm not comparing myself to Oprah at all, but she was such an inspiration in making it okay. And I have to say that that part of myself that disassociated, I put her in a closet Mm. and didn't want to open the closet, feeling that if I let Mm -hmm. her out, it would just be more darkness. The complete opposite was true. Mm. She brought all the light She brought all the joy, she brought all the talent and creativity that I was afraid to show the world. And that, that, you know, fierce, I'm just gonna do this because it feels good to me and I really don't care what anybody else thinks, attitude. She's the one that brought that out, you know? And by putting her in the light and
1: making her a part of me has made me so much stronger. And look how many people, you probably don't even realize the depth of how far this reached, how many people you healed and helped heal and help affect by sharing your story and how many people so needed that to feel that somebody else gets it and that they're not alone. It's so impressive. It's so courageous. How many years ago did this happen? When, you when we put, put out, out that there? video, yeah.
0: I would say probably a good four, four years now.
1: Wow, because I didn't even know about that. I just knew the dresses. So you should know like, you know, and people listening should know. Um, it is a definitely a combination of multiple factors. It's not just the story alone, because the work speaks for itself. Yes, then there's also so this nice. incredibly heartwarming story. And I think that people could learn something from that, because I did see some of those videos of you in your little shop where you're so cute. And you're like, walking around and it was so well written. Um, And do you have any guidance there for people? Do you feel that putting out those kinds of videos and that kind of clever content, that that added a tremendous amount to your business and to the growth of your business? Huge. It's huge because
0: what it does is it, you know, we have a lot of fun with it. We're not all about selling. It's not about selling. It's about creating an experience for the people who are going to be engaging with you. And we want them to know that, we're not just about a dress, it's about creating memories. It's about Mm. being a part of their childhood. It's about creating a memory for you as well. I have so many people who say, you know, my favorite memories are when they got their Twirly Girl dress, you know, because they sent me a video, they keep talking about it. I have pictures all over my house of them in your clothing. And it's like me being a, po- a positive force in somebody's life is it comes through in the videos, it comes through in all the details that we yes, put into every communication, every touch point that many entrepreneurs that you've been interviewed have talked about. It's really about creating that environment that people want to step into and escape into for two minutes out of their day and go, wow, this, you took me out of my life into another place and taught me a little bit about finding joy in very small ways, you know, and that's, that's something that I love to do. And I think Michael and I are keep, we keep trying to top the last video. And how can we make this more fantastical and more fun for our audience? So it's beyond selling now. It's about creating this Willy Wonka-ish world that we want our fans and other people who don't even have kids to step into for a second. Because, you know, it's about that. It's about bringing joy to the world. It sounds so trite, but it's like, what else are we here to do? You know, I make it, leave it better than you found it.
1: You're absolutely right. And this is such incredible life advice. It's incredible business advice. Everything you're saying is like a mic drop after another mic drop. And we're going to get to more, but first a quick ad break. Molecule is the world's first molecular air purifier that reduces symptoms for allergy and asthma sufferers. Molecule has introduced a breakthrough science that is finally capable of destroying air pollutants at a molecular level. The HEPA filter technology that's been used to clean your air was developed in the 1940s, and there haven't been any major innovation since. Molecule's PECO technology goes beyond the HEPA filter system to both capture and eliminate allergens, mold, bacteria, viruses, and airborne chemicals. Molecule makes a real difference for those who suffer from asthma and allergies. One customer said that after using Molecule in her home, that she was able to breathe through her nose for the first time in 15 years. As a mom of three little girls, it's comforting to know that we can use their air purifiers to make Make sure that we're not inhaling any bad pollutants or chemicals. Molecules technology has been funded by the EPA, extensively tested by real people and verified by third parties in university laboratories. It's easy to use and has a clean and sleek design from the materials used on the device, like its sleek solid aluminum shell, to a filter subscription service where filters regularly arrive on your doorstep when you need them. For $75 off your first order, visit Molecule.com and enter the promo code DREAMJOB. That's M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E- dot com and promo code dream job. So as we're wrapping up, what advice would you have for someone who's listening right now who is so fiercely inspired by you? They're going to shut off the podcast and they're going to go do something. And that now they're like, okay, but what? I feel a little bit overwhelmed. What might you have them do to collect themselves in this moment and to begin? What is your thing that you would say, all right, here's one thing I want you to think about doing today? I would
0: say that You need to not judge any kind of thought that you have, any kind of inspiration that you're getting. You need to just act on it. Just take it one step at a time and following the whisper, paying Mm -hmm. attention to every little curiosity, your calling, any calling. If you have three, pick one, it doesn't matter because I can honestly tell you that Every see, I have truly followed the artist's way. It hasn't been the easiest path. It hasn't been the one that I knew what was going to happen. If I did X, Y, and Z, then I would get the gold pot at the end of the rainbow. Right. I just followed. Okay. Maybe I went to step five and then step five led me to step 10, but then I took a detour and went over to the alphabets and then I ate some cereal. I mean, it doesn't matter what it looks like. You need to trust that instinct and your gut and go and follow it. And I believe me when I say this, if you're following your instincts and you're trusting whatever inspiration, wherever you follow it from, I do believe that there's a force that is guiding you. And it's telling you, take this step. It may not make any sense to you. Just follow the energy and it will lead you where you need to go where you need to be for your
1: soul. You're unbelievably special. Thank and brilliant. you, Kathy. Tell us where we can find you, where we can find more of you, where we can buy these beautiful dresses for our nieces or our kids or our, our friends' kids. Where can we buy these clothes and where can we well, find
0: you? Twirly Girl is founded Twirly Girl shop. Dot com our contact page is on there. facebook you can dm us instagram all of Love that it. good stuff is on there and my personal email with twirly girl is cynthia jammin at twirlygirlshop.com and i'm happy to help i'm here to answer questions i believe in supporting each other and i'm all into that of course you went ahead and
1: just gave everyone your email address
0: Of course, yeah, not a secret.
1: It's all good. No, you're so sweet. All (laughs) right, well, Cynthia, you're a delight. I have no doubt that you have just touched everybody who listened to this show and everyone who's ever heard of you before. And I know that you're gonna continue to just make such a wave of goodness in this world with everything you do. Thank you for being here. Thank you for everything that you expressed.
0: Really, I'm so honored to be a part of all your wonderful guests that you've had on the show. Thank Thank you. Thank you,
1: Beyond. Thank you wow, just wow. I was so moved by this interview and I know Cynthia is listening. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you again for sharing your story and for all the incredible wisdom and beauty and goodness that you've added to the world. So here are some of the takeaways. Number one, we all have a strength inside of us. We are all worthy of the life that we want. Number two, if you're tired of waiting for opportunities, then pivot and make them for yourself. Number three, start slow. Let the day job fund your side hustle. Number four, price your product for growth. Number five, we have to go into the darkness to come into the light. Number six, have compassion for yourself. You are doing the best that you can. Number seven, your story is what brings people together. So put it out there if you can. Number eight, it's not about selling a product. It's about creating an experience. Number nine, bring joy into the world. What else are we here to do? And number 10, it doesn't matter what the path looks like. Keep trusting your instincts and follow that whisper. It will lead you to beautiful ways you will serve the world. We have all these takeaways and some discussion questions on a cheat sheet that you can download through the link in our show notes. Thank you so much for listening. You guys continue to amaze me, inspire me with all the incredible work that you're doing and all the ways that you're adding such light to the world. And I want to remind you that you're doing a great job. No matter where you are, no matter what you've been through, you are absolutely 100% enough. Please share this show with someone who needs to hear this episode or any other episode that you felt inspired you. It would mean the world to me if you would make sure that you subscribe and leave us a review and a rating on iTunes. It helps us so much. Now, Cynthia is one of the incredible people who will be speaking at the two-day Dreamtopia workshop. And just to be there and hear her is enough, but we have so many other incredible people. I have hand-selected And created an event that would help you feel so in alignment with your truth, with your purpose and leave you after those two days feeling restored and refueled and clear about what it is that you're here to do and what the next steps are you can take so that you can feel that sense of fulfillment contributing your gift to the world. So if you haven't gotten your ticket yet and you want to, I really encourage you to do that because they will sell out this week. We are almost completely sold out. You can go to dreamtopiaworkshop.com and you can enter code call to get a ticket for 50% off. And if you want to join me and talk and hang and share and have me there to support you and listen and give you feedback, you can join the Kathy Coaching. We are starting this Wednesday. You can go to kathycoaching.com. If you've already pre-ordered my book, you can use the code book and you can get 50% off. It is very affordable because I wanted it to be that way. And I look forward to spending this time with you guys. Please be kind to yourself. Please take care of yourself. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you on Thursday. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com. When you just.
2: Can't sleep When you're counting sheep I'll be here for you I'll be here for you When you need to talk Take a good long walk I'll be here for you I'll be here for you Of all the people on the planet If I had my choice I couldn't have planned it